Here we go. Hey there, folks. This is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Uh, I want to do something special for the uh, 100th episode. Yeah, you got to. I don't know what to do, though. Can you do a live recording? Could I could like I don't know, from though. the top of a building <laughs> from the top know, of a pretty, rooftop? <laughs> that's pretty epic. It's just like from a bunch a of wind blowing. Oh my gosh! I don't even have it. I don't even have a helicopter. Extreme podcasting. <laughs> that would be interesting. Like you're just like interview. You just hear a bunch of wind. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you're just yelling into the microphone, and then you're jumping out of the plane and. The whole interview or just the whole podcast is just you talking until you get to the ground and then it ends. That's a brilliant idea. I mean, it would keep answers straight into the point. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) It sounds terrifying at the same time, too. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I don't want to be that guest. Um, I'm in a weird mood right now, <laughs> so I'm excited to do this podcast. Yeah, same here. And I feel like weird moods sometimes can lead to more interesting conversations. So yeah, I mean, usually I I'm in it. a weird mood. I mean, I mean, I'm a weird dude. I'm <laughs> usually pretty, you know, happy. Gabe knows I'm a weird guy. He's he's weirder than me, I think, in a way. Can be at least five ways. That's that's not on. <laughs> no, not at all. I pride myself on being weird, though. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of my thing. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> if, you're, if you're normal, you're weird. I hate if normies. You're, if you're weird, you're normal. Normies. normies. Yeah. Absolute worse. Kelly's yeah. going, but I have a normie. No, you're not. That's why you're hanging out with us. <laughs> you know I'm not. Normal. You know I'm not. You wouldn't but come back f- for... One of my favorite things is, like, when some the look appears on someone's face, and they're like, oh... You're weird. You're one of them. <laughs> yes. You're weird. Why, well, yes, I, I like it. <laughs> can I be? Can I be honest with you guys? Um, when I run into a person where they're super serious, it is my goal to try to make them laugh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, and it's probably. I don't know if it's always good, especially when you have to. If it's a serious situation or whatever, but I always pride myself if I can make them laugh because I'm not changing myself for you. I'm always going to be myself. Yeah. That's the one thing. Cam just wants to know who hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> I just dropped Can you imagine if that, you like literally that was the question you asked someone who was really serious? Yeah, just like 15 minutes in, you just pause you? and it's like, who hurt you? Who, who hurt you? Hmm? What? Who was What it? was their name? You got to try it out one day and just, I mean, you're, you're, you're opening yourself up though for a really long conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you might not be able to end that conversation. That could backfire. Like, okay. 
Yeah, well, I'm not saying that I want to be their therapist. Well, I just want to make them giggle a little bit. Asking that question kind of implies that you are going to listen is the problem, right? It's like, oh, wait, wait, no, no, I didn't. I wasn't really Oh, interested. I meant that as a journaling exercise for you. It's like when you ask people, <laughs> That's how a good are point. you doing, right? It's like, I don't, not really. It's just, I say it. I don't, don't give me I mean, <laughs> Yeah, because that's kind of like a conversation starter. Like, how's the weather doing? How's the, or yeah. how's the weather where you are? And... Looks nice back. Okay, let's move on. Right, right. Why do we? Why do we go to that weather topic? Why? Why? Why is it such a normal thing for we, people to bring up? We all up? experience it. It's this just connective. Kelly's correct. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. In the same way that people go to the go to the plague as a conversation piece these days, we're all experiencing the plague. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to start doing that instead. Hey, how's the COVID doing over there where you are? Well, see, you really? do have to equally be careful because, like, they lost grandma, dude. It's like, oh, not what I was working. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Right. See, that's Keep challenge. it light. Keep it light. By contrast. Well, then I say, then I say, then I say, I meant the covenant. The I covenant. meant the covenant. <laughs> and then it goes really weird. Then it just gets super weird. Yeah. Have you heard the good news? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's, that's the opening line when they knock on the Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you heard the news? Whoa, I'm not here. I'm not Kelly, well, how are you? Yeah, how I'm are good. you? I'm good. I'm um, good. I'm also, like, right now realizing I didn't send you guys what I said I was going to send you. No. I didn't send you. I realized that, too. I'm over here I'm doing with it right now. And you don't have one. I meant to send you this, too, and I didn't do that yet. So. That's guys, true. Okay, I'm just slacking. Can I message it here? Sure. You can. Message it in the chat. Oh, there's chat. Okay. Um, and we are recording, um, so I'm not cutting too much. I mean, we, you know, I do a lot of editing, and by a lot, I mean none. Uh, <laughs> you're recording this right now? Yes. Absolutely. No, you're on. You're in there. Yeah. When you enter the studio, and it does actually. There's a little button that says "Entering the Studio." It does warn you. You're That's in true. the studio. Yes. The mics are That's all true. hot in the studio. Well, then I take it back. I'm totally normal. I'm not weird at all. Uh, um, no, you wouldn't come back for a second episode if you were normal. That's <laughs> uh, not a thing. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's something that you should take pride in, though. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. So why don't we why don't we kick things off? Obviously, you you know uh, our listeners should know who you are from the first episode, Kelly. Um, and if they don't, then shame on you, listeners. Or if you're new, go back and listen to part one. <clears throat> Well, Kelly is from StartPage. So, Kelly, thanks for, for coming back on. I'm really excited to have you. I know you have a lot of updates on, on your, your uh, team side and on the product. And then we'll also talk about some uh, digital well-being, which sounds exciting as well. But uh, why don't we let you have the floor and kind of kind of talk to us about some of the, uh, the updates and stuff uh, from StartPage? It, it, well, if we can, for those that didn't get a chance to listen to, to Kelly's first episode, which oh. by the way, was, was an amazing one. It was, uh, it was episode 73 on season two. Um, right. That seems right. Uh, mm -hmm. why, don't, why don't you start with a very quick reintroduction of yourself and, uh, good point. And, and then we'll take, we'll pick it up where we left off. Awesome. Yeah. So Kelly Finnerty, I'm the director of brand at start page, which is the world's most private search engine. Um, and I can talk to you more about some of the, the changes that are coming with that. Um, but um, I work on a global team. We're headquartered in the Netherlands. I'm based here in the U.S. And I'm a sucker for a fun chat around privacy. So that's why I'm back here for a second time around with you guys. And um, 
Yeah, no. Um, one of the big things that, you know, Cameron was kind of building up to was that StarPage is evolving from becoming just a private search engine to becoming a privacy technology company. Um, so helping protect people outside of just private search now, um, which is very, very exciting for us because we just want to help empower people to, to feel more private and to feel more in control. Well, tell us about StartPage. I don't know how many people actually know about it. I mean, I feel like uh, some of the, well, at least one of the other ones is maybe slightly better known um, privacy searches, but there are a number of them out there these days. By my count, there's probably not less than six. I'm not going to go off into rattling them off, but but tell us, A, a bit about StartPage, but B, because there are at least half a dozen in the market these days, what makes you different? Awesome. No, and thanks for putting me in the hotspot. Sometimes it's like, I don't want to talk about me, but um, this is what we're here for. So thank you. Right. Yeah. That's (laughs) true. So startpage.com, it was founded in 2006. I know you've heard about other private search engines, but we were number one. We were the very first private search engine out there. So um, kudos to Robert E.G. Beans, our founder, for making that happen. Is he going to come on the show, by the way? Is, or is, or, or... Oh, yeah. He would love to. That's he a great name, so... by the way. E.G. Beans. <laughs> I love that name. Well, it's Edward George is his middle name. Nope, middle I don't want to know. So... I don't want to know. You see, yeah. E. No, it's E.G. Beans is E.G. awesome. E.G. Beans, that's it. That's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Beans, too. So, um, yeah. yeah, he is very private. Very, very private. But Clearly. I do think that he would enjoy a conversation with the two of you. So let's make that happen. Absolutely. We're holding also, you to it. It's in recording. <laughs> he was also, um, so for the last 15 years too, he was, not only was he founding and see, active CEO of the world's first and most private search engine, he was also a full-time KLM pilot flying all over the world. Wow. Yeah. So a man of many talents um, but the, a man that really takes privacy very, very seriously. Because he's flown and... over all of our homes and looked into our windows. He knows what's up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, I, why do I need data? I have, like, this telescope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's not safe piloting. Um, so, <laughs> but, so, yeah. So, um, in 2006, Robert, um, he has a legal background. And, essentially, he started evaluating um, the the meta search engine that he was working on, he was evaluating the data that one could collect on people. And from a legal perspective and an ethical perspective thought, this is not good. And I don't feel comfortable having this information on people um, down to a singular IP address um, from health information, finances, family issues, um, all being concentrated and, and being able to be pointed to one singular person. So he made a very smart business decision. Um, back in 2006, he also realized that you're never going to beat Google when it comes to providing the world's best search index. They, they have the best search results. They do. Mm-hmm. So he struck a very unique deal, none other like it, where we pay Google for their search index We remove a user's, any person who's searching on startpage.com, they enter their search query. We remove their IP address, any type of personal data. We then send it through a multi-server solution. Google only sees Startpage searching for that search query. We then deliver it back to the user. They've had no interaction with Google whatsoever. 
They get unprofiled search results, meaning they're not based on where they're located or what they've searched for in the past. And there's never any record of them searching for that. And then in 2018, we launched Anonymous View, which is a proxy to the left of every single search result. You can open any website using Anonymous View, and that website only sees that start page is there, not you, the individual. Um, and for the last 15 years, we've grown, um, definitely more known in Europe than in the US, simply because we grew up in the Netherlands. Germany is actually our largest audience. Um, and now we are really taking privacy and our mission uh, to the people. So we want to grow. That's amazing. So oh, is Mr. Oh, Beans oh, from the Netherlands? Yes, he's Dutch indeed. Oh, all right. We're going to, when we have that episode, I think Gabe and I are going to have to fly out there and do it in person. Yeah. Unfortunately, so actually, I've got two of my, two of my all time favorite human beings on the planet. Some uh, small ethical hacker friends of mine are uh, a Dutch based. Um, I'm down for oh, the wow. Dutch party. Anytime we want to go have it, I'm there all day. Well, there's like disrupt Berlin as well. There's some good conferences. Maybe we just time it out and just like have a huge Deal. privacy party. Deal. We can be I'm in totally a visa down. in about 60 minutes from there too. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's make this Don't thing happen. Oh, yeah. Don't twist I'm my in. arm, please. I'm in. I'm in. Please. So a couple of things for, for our users, because you, 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 you threw out a couple of uh, phrases that I don't know if everyone's familiar with, but a meta search engine, for example. And you did actually describe what it is, but I want to make sure I connect the dots for folks. So start page itself is not performing the searches. As a meta search engine, it reaches out to another search engine. So is Google the only one you pull results back from, or do you aggregate results from multiple other start engines? Uh, start engines. From uh, search engines. <laughs> search engines. Yeah, we aggregate from multiple other sources. Um, however, like as we talked about, you're never going to beat Google search index. So that is the primary one. But yeah, we pull from Wikipedia. Um, we do, um, we pull from um, like kind of more like specific nuanced searches um, to make sure that we can kind of front load information for anyone searching. Um, but I will say that even though we do that and we're always like building new products, like, um, we have a new one, uh, that came out this year that was for stocks. And mm -hmm. so you can look up stock and crypto information, right. And that's actually pulling from a different aggregate than, mm. than Google. Um, cool. so that, uh, same with our weather, um, it pulls from tomorrow.io versus from Google, um, but you are always going to get like the majority of your results from Google, which is why people choose start page, every other private search engine out there. And I challenge someone to tell me otherwise, um, the like the majority of their results are coming from Microsoft Bing. Oh, yeah. So Bing has it. Yeah. So hmm. Bing, basically there's four major search indexes, right? There's Bing, Google, Yandex, and Baidu. Yandex, right. Russia, Baidu, Asia. Um, and so Microsoft Bing hasn't seen any growth on its search in years. The growth though, that has been able to achieve is through these syndication partnerships with, um, other search engines out there. And then, um, you know, those search engines change their interface or they might have their own kind of unique take on search, but they're just pulling straight from Bing. Makes sense as I sit here thinking about at least two of the other ones that I have used in the recent past. Yeah, that 
That adds up. That jives. Excellent. So brass tacks. Uh, I'm talking to my mom, and she just uses whatever search is installed. What do you tell her so that she moves away from that and to start page? Well, why should she? Though? Maybe she should just stay with Google search. What's the impetus to driving everyone? Like, I know why I use it, right? But, you know, I'm not – I'm certainly not representative of the larger community that searches the interwebs. Yeah. Um and that it's a tricky, it's a tricky conversation because it's all so personal. And I feel like if you haven't had that real scary moment or that real dark experience, right. you're kind of like, well, I'm fine with status quo. Google's convenient. I want to stick with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we try to do at Starpage is help raise awareness on what can happen and what is happening. You know, every click you make, every website you go to, every search query you enter is being recorded into a digital profile that then is being sold to advertisers to either sell you products. Um, You know, it could be being sold to, um, you know, political parties who are trying to manipulate your perception on elections. It can be sold to uh, political parties that want, um, uh, you know, for you to or like lobbyists, you know, who want you to support big pharma or or initiatives like that. Um, It can also be sold to data harvesters who are then using that data um, and selling it to insurance brokers or uh, mortgage loan brokers who then say, this person is searching about um, how to lower their their debt or is spending a lot of money, why would we give them a, a better interest rate than somebody else, right? So mm-hmm. it's so easy to not pay attention to the data collection that's happening behind the screen. So at Startpage, we do try to help educate people on like what is happening. And a lot of times we try to do that with real world stories and just sharing them and talking about them to let people know there are real implications to the constant tracking that's occurring. So, okay. So like, I guess for your mom, right? Like, let's talk about it. How much time does your mom spend online? And, um, you know, like what, where, how is she using the internet? Mm -hmm. So mom, uh, I don't know the full answer to how much time she spends online, (laughs) but, um, I know the following. She certainly does use it to do a lot of research for her her work, right? So she's an educator, and you know okay. she she researches things and you know makes things parts of her curriculum, et cetera. So there's certainly a lot of that going on um, for personal use, et cetera. Uh, Mom doesn't strike me as the beyond savvier than looking up, you know, whatever the latest trending thing is. No offense, Mom. Love you. <laughs> okay, so then for your mom being a researcher and an educator. I would think that she would want to use a, a search engine that was private, that wasn't serving her search results based on her prior search history or location or background. She would want to use something like Startpage because basically when you search on Startpage, you're seeing the front page of the internet of that search result. You're not seeing you know, what the algorithm has developed for you. And the algorithm isn't always this like really maniacal thing that's trying to hurt you. But it does create a filter bubble for what you see. And all of us have created this filter bubble by what we click on and where we spend time online. So that's one one kind of comment to your mom that I think might be a good jumping off point. And then the other is, you know, 
you were saying you weren't sure exactly how much time she's spending online. Um, I know the amount of time I've spent online or, you know, watching streaming television has definitely increased during the pandemic. Um, I was reading there's survey 79% of adults say that they check the internet or they're online multiple times a day. And even 79%, I'm like, that, that might still be higher. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and the average person spending all of that time online receives around 4,000 to 10,000 ads per day. So when we think that we can't be manipulated or swayed, when you're seeing 4,000 to 10,000 advertising messages per day, it's just called mirror exposure effect. It's a psychological term and it is a real, it's a reality that all of us are facing. And when you are constantly unknowingly giving over personal information about your interests, your concerns, where your head is at, we're basically handing over the playbook on how to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. It's scary. <laughs> so then we um, scare people. <laughs> seriously, yeah. it's, it is scary. But, but like, that's the whole point of start page, right? Mm-hmm. Like it is scary. Um, and we could wait for the government to create legislation that protects us. The government is always 10 steps behind when it comes to, technological innovations. We -hmm. could say, oh, let's leave it to companies to to make sure that privacy policies and data collection practices are safe for people. Well, we've seen time and time again that many companies choose profit over ethical decisions. So when it comes down, so do politicians, (laughs) right? Exactly, Gabe. So it has to come down to the individual to take some ownership and control. And that's what start page is about. Um, and, um, I, I kind of teed it up earlier, but we're really excited now. Start page is protecting people, not just on our search engine, but across the internet with this new desktop browser extension. Yeah. Let's just, talk about that. By the way. Yeah, that, that. That looks like hot stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's officially in my browser now too. So I appreciate and Gabe, I know you're a fan. I know you're a fan because of Privacy Browser Badger being Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, so we're we may using have to... their open source code. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful. We may have to update um we the very first episode of, of Privacy Please, we went through a number of tools and extensions and things. Well, we'll have to update that list with uh with this new extension as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um so much appreciated. I'm glad you folks are doing the work you, you're doing out there. Whatever happened to that legislate? Like there was a whole bunch of I'm switching gears back. It was like a whole That's bunch okay. of like political pressure talk. It was like oh, we're going to regulate all the big data companies, and then all of the noise quieted down post election. And then next thing I know, that random company that kept track of people's faces in a book decided they were going to try and change their names so people forgot who they really mm-hmm. were. But I won't I let know. them forget that Meta is actually Facebook. Um, you know what? what <laughs> I, I guess you know what. Let me let me ask another question. Forget that question because that question is just fraught with all kinds of peril. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a as a Dutch-owned company, and the Dutch certainly have a healthy respect for privacy. Um, what happens if, say, the U.S. government came to start picking and said, "Hey, I know you don't keep anything on Gabe. You remove his IP address, but before you removed it, you knew what it was. Tell me what it is." Yeah. Um, so 
um, with StartPage, we have um, the, I was talking about the multi-server solution earlier, and this is unique to only StartPage. Um, so we have on-premise servers, so actual servers in uh, secured locked cabinets located um, in Europe. We do have some in the United States too for um, kind of quicker search results when you're searching in the U.S. Only our European team members have access to those secured servers. Um, and the reason for that is not that we don't trust me and the other American <laughs> colleagues on the team. It's just that if I was ever to have any type of interaction with that server for where you're talking about, because at, at that secured um, on-premise server is where we actually delete and remove all personal data. Um, and so the U.S. team can never touch those servers. So that ensures that, um, you know, things like the Patriot Act and all of that is, um, you know, is something as an American, I'm under that legislation, but a European is not. So that's one way that we make sure that um, all users, no matter where they are in the world, Asia, U.S., where have you, you are protected by GDPR, European and Dutch privacy legislation. Excellent. I like that solution. So, and I, I say that because it means that you can even compromise your credentials um, and then get access. So that's good. Yeah. And to your point, like all of the data is immediately deleted. However, right. If anything ever was to happen, um, you would still be protected by uh, European legislation. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, we're all Americans here, but the Europeans <laughs> definitely have us beat when it comes to privacy. Uh, yeah. And, and, and no, no. <laughs> so fun. America. Fun, fun factoid. Me too. Um, uh, I, I believe it's Austria uh, or Aust Austrian, Austrian, Austria, 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 Australia. Austria. <laughs> I believe, I don't know if they're the only um, one, one but they can actually. One responsible for World War One. The other one is responsible for drop bears. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to go down Choose the wisely. geography. Um, but one fun thing that I learned is that they can actually charge someone that's from their country in America for a crime that wasn't um, like that didn't happen or commit in their country. If it was outside, like in the U S they can, they will bring them back to uh, Austria to charge them for that crime, whether, whatever, whatever it is. But that was interesting. I don't know. Is that a tradition now or two? She'll just yell at me for things that didn't happen. So I'm like, wait a second. I don't live with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's Amazing. awesome. Amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, um, so back on, back on that topic, um, did we talk about, um, I know you'd mentioned, I'm kind of reading up on your notes. Um, talking about like the privacy score, um, how you can adjust the, the privacy controls per site. Oh yeah. So actually Gabe, That's I mean, cool. that'd be something, what browser are you using by the way, Gabe? I use Brave. Oh, well, okay, cool. I have to use Chrome for this podcast because mm -hmm. it doesn't work with anything else. So, full disclosure, I right, do. I right use, now, I use Chrome for one thing, and it is this thing. But otherwise, I am a Brave browser user. 
Awesome. So the uh, the extension Start Page Privacy Protection does work on Brave. Um, it works on Chromium-based browsers and um, Firefox-based browsers. Um, so you can install um, on any one of those. Um, so on Brave, for example, like let's talk about the difference between using the extension on Chrome versus Brave. It works exactly the same. You'll just see that there's fewer cookies and trackers blocked on Brave than on Chrome because Brave has some third-party tracking blocking built into their browser. Whereas on Chrome, I mean, I was going on websites and seeing around 44 trackers being blocked. Um, so when you install the extension, it will automatically in your top in your toolbar, it will give you the privacy score of the website you're on. Um, and just to let you know, the one that we're on right now is a one, which is the absolute lowest. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then it's one to five, meaning no third party tracking. Start page is a five. Um, and so that just as a, an individual kind of lets you know, like, okay, is this a website that I should be entering personal information on, or should I be really aware of how I interact with this website? It's receiving a one. So I should be very aware and mm -hmm. cautioned about what information I share here. Um, if yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I, if I can interrupt, I am Please. showing that it's a five. Okay, so that, and you're on Chrome? So I am. However, I have other privacy plugins installed, and I'm wondering if that's what's doing That's it. why. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, they're getting sense. blocked by your other privacy plugins. They're getting blocked by the other plugins. Nice. Layered privacy <laughs> protection. You know what? Like, also, that goes to show, Gabe, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Well, look, I that's appreciate true. that what um, that what your plugins also do is that it's taking the residual... Um, score, if you would, right? Like after things are sort of so, because if if it were taking it further upstream, yes, it might give it a one, but that then still gives an opportunity for other things to leak past because uh, it's looking at it downstream. No, this is this is excellent. I, I appreciate yeah. it sits in my browser stack for that reason. That is a big differentiator from any other um, tool like ours right now that uses the privacy badger um, tech. Um, is that we show the residual privacy score. Yeah. Um, also gave a different, um, element that we have in there is when you click in, it'll show you how many, uh, trackers and cookies are being blocked. So you can go to a website, hit accept all so that you can just actually see the website. And even if you hit accept all your start page privacy protection extension will automatically block them, the third party tracking. So on cool. the, you know, the site that we're on now, it, there says there's nine trackers and four cookies instantly blocked. I can go into manage trackers and cookies so I can actually click in there. And if there's any type of interaction or I'm not being able to use the website as I want to, I can actually go in per tracker and either click block all, block only cookies or allow all. And then that can let me use the website as I want to. So it gives you that control. It's not that thing that's like, I'm going to keep you so safe that you can't use the website the way you actually want to use it, which is frustrating. Mm -hmm. So it gives you that control. It also lets you know exactly who's on there. Um, you know, I'm not seeing anything too crazy on, on here in terms of the major trackers and the minor trackers. But on some other ones, you know, we were seeing stuff that... Um, like data harvesting companies that were sending to health companies uh, had had third party trackers on some of like major sites that were you know top ten popular sites in the U.S. Um, you can actually go in and see 
what trackers are placed on the websites you're visiting. And then you can actually go open up those companies' websites to see who are you? What are you doing with this data? Because a lot, most are advertising, but others are pretty creepy. Yeah. I'm, so while you're talking, I was just like putzing around and trying it further. And so I tried like me too. WashingtonPost.com. Um, it comes up as a four, even with all of my others, which is it's fascinating. Um, there were three trackers and, and one block. And then I also tried our friendly neighborhood um, uh, uh, spies um, Facebook. Um, mm. And they come up as a two, which is fabulous. Like even after all <laughs> of the things that are being blocked, I've got, I've got more privacy plugins than you can shake a stick at, I promise you. Um, they still show up as a two, which is great because I notice that start page is also alerting me to the following. It says that, <coughs> excuse me, this site might be owned <coughs> by a major tracking network or may contain third-party trackers and high-risk trackers. By the way, I'm not actually even logged in. I'm like at the login page of Facebook because you might imagine I don't actually have a login to this site. <laughs> I've never owned a login to this site. Um, and it still shows a two. This is great. I love it. I love it. I awesome. Love it. Yeah. The other, the other fun thing in there is, um, you go to your privacy report. It's the top right chart icon, and that's going to show you, uh, over the course of time since you've had it installed. So for you guys, it'll be pretty low for me. I'm close to 5,000 cookies and trackers walked and I've had, uh, you know, this version of the extension installed for three weeks. Um, so you can see, like, it's kind of fun. Like our team internally at star page is like, oh my gosh, look, I got to a thousand and kind of sharing <laughs> that. Um, it's a nice, it's a nice reminder that yeah. you've installed this free extension and mm -hmm. it's actually doing a lot of work for you without you having to lift a finger, which is nice. That's beautiful. I appreciate that. <clears throat> yeah. That's really neat. Um, it's kind of cool to see that I pulled up my Facebook too. Um, getting different results as a, as a plug, because you're logged in, aren't you, Cam? I am. Yeah. It's got like a negative integer number. It's like, what? I, didn't know I think I broke it. I think I broke it. Um, so just, let's not for talk any, about it. just for anyone who does want it, uh, install it, try it out. You can find it at ad.startpage.com slash protection. And from and there, is this something I can share of choice. Can I share this yes, or is it not please. released yet? Right, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and put the links to that in the show. notes. <clears throat> as well. Yes. Absolutely. And now, it is launched there an actual... January 18th. Okay. Wait a second. That's five Perfect. days from now. Mm -hmm. But this is coming out on Wednesday. That's true. That is true. <laughs> But now people know what day we recorded. <laughs> we do tend to tell them anyway. Eh, but yeah, I know. Right. I'm just kidding. Recording from the future. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we are yeah. from. Actually, we're from the uh, from the past. The past. The <laughs> yeah, it's true. Now. We are magicians. <laughs> it's pretty pretty sweet. We, we make an hour of you like vanish. We had twenty four. You're now 23. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, before we, uh, I guess, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up on, on this new um, launch before we go on to anything else? I don't think so. Um, yeah. And if you guys have any questions or comments on it, I'd love to hear your feedback on it, but yeah, that's, that's the gist of it. And mostly we just want people to, to 
to know that it's a little bit in their hands to yeah. take control of their privacy. That's awesome. So don't wait for other people to do it for you. Go take care of it yourself. Yeah. That's awesome. I've already got installed in uh, two browsers now, and I'll be I'll be using it. So my Brave browser, my regular Chrome browser. So my gosh, you're our number one user. I will be using it. Yes, I'm I'm about that. (laughs) Awesome. Cool. So Kelly, um, you know, if your mom wants to try it too, Gabe. So here's the thing: I'm actually going to have mom installed. I've had her install some of the other track, some of the other blocking things as well too. Um, But I, I appreciate that yours takes a very careful approach to not break sites. Um, some of the other ones get a little aggressive. So, you know, how to kind of coach her through those things. But look, I mean, for, even for myself, it is fairly annoying when I break a site. Like, it's not a big deal. I'm like, all right, I'll just click that, click this. And, but it's, you know, a tiny bit of annoying. So it's nice that the mm-hmm. user experience was considered as part of this, right? Like, that's the, that's the general challenge we've had with privacy and security from day one. It's how do we balance that experience with the user such that it doesn't create so much friction that they just circumvent it or they or they decide that, you know what, my privacy or my security isn't worth it because it introduced too much friction versus, you know, yeah. it's got that right amount of, of, of friction-free encounters um, while providing that level of uh, privacy. That's It's getting a five on the Gabe Gums privacy scale. And up until this moment, that hey. didn't exist before, just for the record. You wow. You're the only one on this game. Of course, That's I didn't a tell you. Oh, my star. gosh. We feel honored. <laughs> if you want, my um, our designer on our team can create little one out of five scores for you, too. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I know. We, need, we need like a privacy. Oh, that's it. We need to do a privacy please uh, scale. We need to just start ranking how they stack up. Um, so is the browser. You mean stuff. products that come yeah, on here? Like, yeah, like privacy That'd products. be it. Yeah. Okay. So we got our first five star. Yeah, first um, but five what is star. that out of? Is that just like out of one out of five? That, well, I mean, what? what you know, yes. Only what? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. It's one out of four, in fact. We got a five out of four. <laughs> ah, okay. An extra star. <laughs> Unreal. Well, you set the bar high <laughs> to start this new, this new, uh, this new. I mean, game we don't collect any data on you. I mean, how more private can you get, really? That's true. So I have a question. I don't know if this is going into to dark territories, but you know, when it comes to like products that are free, you know, and and you know, what's the gain out of it for start page? Um, what's, what's the positive, I guess, that I, I want to know about. How do you get paid? It, that yeah. is such a good question. And it's one that we try to be as open as possible about yeah. um, our, our revenue model. So we are a free product, right? There's that mm-hmm. phrase. If, if you're not paying, you're the product. Mm-hmm. Um, so start page makes money from contextual ads. So if you search on start page, uh, you search for bicycles, there'll be three clearly marked ads on the top of your search results page that are from an advertiser who purchased the term bicycles. They didn't purchase like male in Florida tech affinity. Mm. That's awesome. um, so those, those yeah. are called behavioral ads and ours are contextual ads. So it's purely oh. based on, your interest, you're in the moment looking for something, and then there is an ad there for it. We make money from those ads. Probably make less than you do from behavioral, but for us, we feel like if you're searching about bicycles, you might be interested in a bicycle ad, so it doesn't feel like an invasion of privacy. Yeah, you know, I've said it before. I'm not I'm not uh, offended by ads. I'm not ad-averse, right? Like, it's... I, 
I, there's one story in particular that I, I, I tell sometimes about um, one organization whose services I use, and uh, I I stopped using the services. I started again. I started again. And for various reasons, they were never bad experiences. It's like, I don't need this anymore. And I, I found myself mm-hmm. coming back as they had directly targeted me once, um, and they had a product offer, and it's like, ah, I need that. I want that. Right. And, and in those cases, I'm all for it. Like, because you understand who I am right? Yeah. As, a, as a user, not just as a person, but as a user of those types of services. And that's the difference. Right. Like, I don't want you to know who I am as a person, but understanding who I am as a user of those types of services, perfectly acceptable. And so I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I signed back up for that service. In fact, I still use them today. It's been easily eight years since that happened to me. Right. Um, so I don't mind. I don't mind ads as long as they're contextual. I don't mind ads at all. Tell me about something yeah. that will add value to my life that I did not know about, and I will reward you with my purchasing dollars. Tell me that you're yeah. tracking my every move, and I will install seven proxies such that you can never <laughs> find me. You got to. And Gabe, like honestly, if we could get everyone to think like you and take that control, oh, you, I think that, that's a monkey paw request that you you don't want to give it to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, at least from a privacy perspective. From a, at least from a privacy perspective, because it, it, it's it's severely impacting people's mental well-being, mm-hmm. the online tracking that's occurring. And a few examples that we've heard from from StartPage users and then some some that I've read about from from journalists online. One, a user wrote to us to say he was diagnosed with ADHD and was trying to research information on, you know, how to treat it without having to take a lot of drugs or like, you know, prescribed drugs, but, um, and then also, you know, trying to learn more about what the side effects of these prescribed drugs were. They do prescribe and, marijuana now, by the way, that is a prescribed drug. I'm mean, just saying, if he wants to manage that. Cool. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, yeah. but hopefully he found that in his search results. However, so when he wasn't searching on start page about this, right? He was searching on a traditional search engine everywhere from his social feeds to the commercials appearing during his streaming shows were about pharmaceutical ads on ADHD. And it was just like, he was already kind of suffering from feeling less than or feeling kind of insecure about this diagnosis. Anxiety in general. And now his entire world was flooded with ads about how he needed this drug. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there's also been some, some really tough ones out there where this journalist, she shared her story of she was pregnant. So, you know, nine months of being online, researching about becoming a new mom, researching about health of the pregnancy. And unfortunately she had a stillborn birth. And then months after, she's still getting ads, isn't she? Hucks ads, her, as yeah. if she had had the baby. So, like, getting, yeah. you know, congratulations on your new baby and all of that. And so it's like this this personalized yeah. ads that sometimes we welcome we can actually be really detrimental to our, our mental um, well-being. Um, That's- that's so true. It's because it, it can be very, very overwhelming. When I was looking into therapy and and wanting to find a therapist, and then uh, talking about ADHD and stuff, I started getting these ads for Hems dot com and all these companies trying to just push it and push it, um, and it was very overwhelming and confusing for for me. So yeah, I completely understand that. So Facebook is doing all of these ads about like let's talk about privacy, let's get more private right now, but they have been exposed on such a level that back in, I think it was 2017 or 2011, one of their um, 
advertising executives in a presentation to, to advertisers mm-hmm. stating that they can spot the exact moment when a teen is feeling insecure or unhappy with themselves and how advertisers can capitalize Manipulate. on that moment. Let's use the word yep. exploit. 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 Exploit that moment. So, you know, they know what they're doing. They most certainly do. They've been, they've been um, dinged on at least two occasions for, uh, for psychological research that um, was not above the line, quite frankly. And uh, that's all there is to it. It is, it is a service that I, I, I look. I, I, I begrudge no business for doing what they do. Um, they have. Th- that's not one that I, I put in that category. Unfortunately, um, it would be nice to, but I can't. I just can't. There, there's more harm than good there that I can see. So, hey, and, and a healthy shout out to uh, Mark. Or what's his name at um, at Face or uh, uh, MySpace? Oh, no, Tom. MySpace. Tom. Yeah, he, he took his check and he bounced. He didn't do any damage to people. <laughs> Not like not like they're doing with Facebook, so I got to give him props. Hashtag uh, no shame, no plug. Or there, I don't even know what I just said there. Anyways, <laughs> all right, is it Friday yet? <laughs> almost, almost. As we call it around here, Friday Eve. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Friday I miss that. Eve. Yeah, Friday Eve. Friday that Eve starts with a nice glass of wine somewhere. It certainly does. It certainly does. There it is. <laughs> Yes. For you, maybe some California fresh wine somewhere oh. in the vineyards. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Any mm-hmm. any particular favorites uh, from out west? What do you like? I like a bold red. Nice. I get a... Um, I also, though, did live in Argentina for around two Ooh, years. They've got Fancy. And so I love a Malbec. Um, it just, like, brings me back. That's fabulous. An Argentinian Malbec is just so... Tip top. So gorgeous. I get a what I like to call a little um, a little gift to self every couple of months um, delivered from Gunlak uh, Bunchu. It's a, it's a winery out west by you, and it just shows up at my door, and I always forget about it. I'm like, ah, look, surprise to me! <laughs> it's a nice bottle. Of, it's a several bottles. It's a nice uh, box of wine. Ooh, that's awesome! Had you been to their vineyard and you signed up when you were I, that's there? Exactly. What okay. I, I, they, they they sucked me in, but you know why they sucked me in? They have this seasonal rosé that no one else has, and I'm like, well, I need that in my life. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. Back and then every the time room. you drink it, can you like close your eyes and imagine you're there? And then it is fabulous. It's down <laughs> in Sonoma too, in particular too. I love that part of all right of wine country. Yeah, yeah. I just thought of that. a good, a new good segment question for our guests now. Thanks, Gabe. So we're gonna do hashtag treat yourself. Ooh. What are you? What are you treating yourself to in 2022, Kelly? Great question, Gabe. Um. Like a vacation? Yeah. Is that, or are we, are where do you want to go? Food? Sure, it doesn't matter. Treat yourself. Yeah. So I don't want to plan anywhere too far just in case. We <laughs> 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 have. So, so, so yeah. I, I'd like to get the details on the vineyard that Gabe is referring to um, because I can drive there um, and I don't have to worry about travel. But I would like to get some more trips um, planned. I, I definitely. It was a big part of my life before and mm-hmm. uh, has not uh, come back into play yet. So I'm, I'm hoping 2022 has that, but it's really scary to make any wishes for 2022. That's good, though, because honestly, everyone listening into you, Kelly, like 
the one thing that I'm going to focus on this year is having more fun. Just having fun. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I was taking things way too seriously, and I want to just have more fun, just in general. Good. Whatever that means, I'm going to have more fun. I'm going to focus on that. And yeah, I like vacations. Those are that sounds really good. Those are fun <laughs> too. The winery, shameless plug, I, but full disclosure, I'm not in any way affiliated other than my consumer. there. You can find them at gunbun.com. Maybe I, we can get them to, to sponsor the show. We'll see. Sure, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Case of, I'll take a case of... Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. We can send, we can send like special uh, guest appearances, like a, like a, a shipment of down some fine wines. I am nice. down for all of that. Yeah. Very I'll smart of them for not naming the website Gunlock Bunchu because no one's going to know how to spell that, by the way. It's hard <laughs> even for, for Americans to pronounce, I assume, but um, yeah, G-U-N-B-U-N dot com will get you where you're going. G-U-N-B-U-N. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Neat. Okay. Um, awesome. Well, Kelly, anything else that you want to talk about or bring up while we got you? before we uh, close it out. No, this was great. And Cam, if your goal is to have more fun, you're doing it. Thank you for bringing the fun today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And same with you. Uh, we, we enjoy um, every guest that comes on here, especially someone that has already been on the show. So we really appreciate you taking the time to, to want to come on here Absolutely. and um, we're I'm happy to, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, excited, guys. excited for this, this new product for you guys. It seems like a very awesome little tool and, Thank you for giving it to us early, but uh, we'll have the link that you gave us. We can share that link in the in the notes for yeah, everybody to share the to link, use. install it. Um, if you, we'd love to hear from anyone who's listening um, on Twitter at StartPage is our handle. So let us know what you think about the extension, and um, all feedback is good feedback. Absolutely, and uh, I'll, uh, I was going to say, Gabe, before you go, um, if you want to let know, Mr. Beans know. Um, whenever he, whenever he wants to, God, I love that name. Um, whenever he wants to come on the show, if he's ever open, open to it, please, uh, we'd love to have him. That'd be awesome. All right. We're doing this. Great. It's in your beans. Uh, Gabe, what were you going to say? I was actually, as Kelly said, I was like, ah, I will tweet about that extension today, but I realize it's not out yet. Um, so maybe I shouldn't, but you tell me if I can, I can, cause I'll tweet about it right now. The 18th. Done. Get to tweeting. I'll get to tweeting on the 18th. For now? Yeah, yeah. It's an open beta. Yeah, nobody knows about this right now because we're in the past. That's true. We are in the past. If you're listening to this now, you're listening (laughs) to the past. However, you're also experiencing the future. That's deep. No, it's too much. We're going to leave it right there. We're (laughs) we're going to end it right there. wanted to thank all of you out there for tuning in each and every week and to all of our amazing guests for coming on i I know that there are millions of other shows and it means the world to have you with us on this journey we are so grateful that you choose to listen to us each and every week if you like the show tell a friend have them tell their friends and then make maybe make some new friends along the way uh, so we can continue to spread the word and keep learning together let's protect what matters most and by the way dj Can you go ahead and drop that outro beat and keep it classy? We'll see y'all next week.